Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno, Brad, and Nick. What it do? You're listening to the QTB podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, and with me are the boys of QTB. It's Nick and Brad. Oh, that was nice. Wow, that, that was like, that was like somewhat understated. Usually it's a little bit more Bruno aggressive, and that was think Bruno refined. I think he's angling for that NPR job. I think he wants to be Derry Merbles. I do. Oh, yeah. yeah I am I am ready for that. Yeah. We're ready for QTV News here on QTV. <laughs> I love I mean, it. Well, hey. Uh, that's, I, 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 I'm vibing that. That, mm-hmm. that works for me. It's a lifestyle, though. You can't, you know, just yeah. because the way, when the microphone's off, you got you to be wearing that cardigan. That's all I'm going to say. Like, can you, yeah. like, order? Like, you drive through the fast food lane. You know, can, you, can you give us like, your order, Bruno? <laughs> your in-and-out order? Uh, double double with grilled onions and extra spread only. And animal go. fry and pink lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, that could be like, if you could have someone narrating your life. That actually, I that would be my top three choices. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're, we're gonna release a Waze voice. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fun. Turn left at the light. <laughs> yes, we need a dairy. Proceed yes, you can do that. down Main Street. Yep. Dairy Merbles. That's uh, awesome. Yes. For sure. All right. Oh, well, welcome in. Yeah, wish- uh, great intro. I mean, look, Brad, I mean, well, that, that, just, that just took us right off course. But hey, we're all about it. Uh, Bruno admitted in our, in our group chat, he's the improv guy. I, you know, he, he's, the, uh, he's the, the Colin Mockery to my Ryan Styles. Brad, you can be Drew Carey. <laughs> You you know, not the first time I've heard that. So (laughs) that's a sweet gig. Now he's got he's got prices right. I mean, he's in the pocket for the next for his the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. for the rest of his life. Yes. Yeah, that's a Santa Claus level uh, engagement. His time on whose line is probably when he was in his pocket the best. I think personally, whose line's not the same without him. Right. I mean, it's a different environment. You could. I mean. Yeah. And and then there's people that don't even know about the Drew Carey show oh. where he oh was, the Drew Carey show was great. Yeah. Do you remember that that like contest they had with the Drew Carey show where you had to like call out all the mistakes or yes. whatever it was something like that that was so so before take we're take you back before TiVo and all that stuff where you could pause and rewind TV you had to watch whatever was on and Drew Carey had his own sitcom and during the run of the series they had this contest where they would have like certain things be wrong or or, or a mistake or something and you had to find them all and whoever found them all like won a won a bunch of money or something like yeah. a trip or something i don't know it's nice they need to do the, i, I want to bring to it back <laughs> oh boy that's where it was said yeah. that's where it was said yeah don't go to cleveland <laughs> Woo, don't, well i mean visit the rock and roll hall of fame and call it a day right that's call all you need day. yeah yeah get your and white catch castle a and get out of there game or a browns game come on mm-hmm yeah, pass and pass. Mm, no. yeah, Did no. you, exactly. Can either of you tell me which sports those were? If you can, that's fine. Football. Uh, rugby. 
Mm-hmm. Bocce ball. One for two. One for two, but you didn't tell me which was which. <laughs> the Browns, are, we already know the Browns go to the Super Bowl. Everybody knows that. We right. drop them off at no. the Super Bowl. Let's drop them off. I'm pretty Every... sure the Browns go to a different bowl, the toilet bowl, because oh, that's what I do. They're number two. Oh, well, a name like that. If it's Brown, flush it down. That's what they say. So, yep. all right. All right. <laughs> On that note, let's, speaking of. Let's yeah. bring it full circle. We're going to round town here and talk about, of course, some video games um, coming up in a bit, guys. We're going to be talking about uh, what's going on with the uh, a, a controversial statement from a, an executive um, at Capcom. And uh, also we're talking about Starfield, despite the uh, the massive success and uh, and numbers that this game is pulling right now. Uh, right now, officially the worst reviewed game, uh, according to Steam, uh, that is available from Bethesda. So let's figure that whole situation out. And uh, in the meantime, though, guys time for a little bit of uh what you've been playing i guess i'll uh, i'll kick things off you know people already know uh sandtrix is is the game for me uh i have been streaming this game about the last week or so if not more um and i'll tell you i love i love video games that take a familiar format right and take a single con a single part about it and flip it on its head and create a whole new game as a result of that and that's exactly what sandtrix is this game um, is uh, just an indie game, very chill. It's on itch.io. Much like other games that I've streamed, it's completely free. Um, you can tip the creator if you want to, and you should. Um, but it is, uh, it's a lot of fun to play, and the idea is it's Tetris, the blocks that you recognize from Tetris, but when uh, the uh, blocks make contact with anything on the playing field, it disintegrates into dust, into sand, and there's sand physics that dictate that. Now you have to get the colors to line up in a certain way. And not only is it uh, a, a different kind of strategy, it's very, very relaxing. Um, it's, it's got that zen gameplay. I love games like that, that I know if I play it, no matter, even, even, win or lose, I'm going to come out of it feeling relaxed, you know? It's definitely a QTV-approved game. About Peggle, yeah, Peggle too. Yeah. That, that, that kind of yep. game where it's satisfying, even when you get it wrong, bejeweled, you know, um, right yeah. up there. So uh, I'm having a ton of fun playing it, um, and it's become a, a stream staple while I'm uh, consuming these these various beans of doom, okay, it's this this is all. If you haven't seen the TikTok live streams, guys, I'm telling you these. I I what what flavor haven't I eaten is the better question you should ask. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage. I say we start a petition for Jelly Belly to give Nick his own flavor jelly bean. Come on, gamer Come sweat. On. <laughs> we need the we need the earth ploppers bean. flavor the yeah. earth QT ploppers bean. <laughs> it's dirty the, right? Q, the, the yeah. qt bean it's called the Gamer qt Sweat. bean there we go mm-hmm yeah it's our it's like our it. it's our it's our proprietary purple i love oh, yeah. proprietary mm. purple that's i mean it's well, no one knows purple. what our purple yeah. is i'm not going to tell the world what our purple is it's the purple right. q it's going to taste purple because there's not Actually, many. Actually, no one knows exactly yeah. what purple that is, but it's I true. don't even know. <laughs> he, he knows the hex code. Oh my gosh! But honestly, Which anyone that's can it. find out by going like this with an eyedropper. These days, yeah. Um, but my gosh, uh, tons of fun. Having a lot of fun with the live streams. But honestly, um, not a whole lot of time for other games. So that's uh, that's been my week uh, or two. Brad, what's uh, what's up with you, man? You know, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll call myself our resident Fortnite player for now, checking in on that. The newest update's been out, so they, it's the, another Star Wars-themed uh, release, so lightsabers are back. The Force is back. It looks a little OP. I saw some clips. Uh, it looks like that's a, a strategy going into the final, like, 
you know, 1v1v1 or your final 1v1. Uh, people are using this lightsaber to get close and then using the force to push people way out into the storm and be salty. So, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, it's kind of dropping with the, the mid-season skin, which is... Um, Oh, I can't think of the series that just came out. What's her name? Rosario Dawson is the character. Um, Ahsoka? Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tan, yeah, I think is the is the mid-season skin release. So you can get her and use her lightsabers and the Force. And so there's just been a couple updates with that. Um, I'm a big fan of the Twin Mag uh, assault rifle. If you haven't played and used that yet, it's awesome. It's a new gun this season. Uh, and yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. The map, they've added a couple new POIs and some some spreading out mythic and legendary weapons and making it a lot of fun. And um, the, 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 the turret briefcase is awesome. So you get into a little close combat, you toss a briefcase, it sets up, it's a turret, it can fire while you're firing. There's some cool new stuff this season. So uh, I've been checking that out when I can and just having fun. So that's just the laptop gun from Perfect Dark. You can't take that. Oh, yeah. That's the laptop I remember that. gun. Yeah. I remember that. Throw the briefcase and it's a turret. That's where they got that. Yeah. Just say it. Oh, just hey, say it. Hey, it, it, the, 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 uh, you know, what is that? They say it's um, copying is a sincerest form of flattery, right? So they're taking inspiration <laughs> yeah. from everywhere. A cease so. and desist is the phase of sincerest form of flattery. You're doing it too well. Stab it. <laughs> all right bruno yeah. what, what's our starfield update what what can you tell us how, how what where are you at now i gotta tell you they nerfed the the puddles the, <laughs> the big puddle nerf of 2023 ruined the game Nick. absolutely ruined okay I was just chilling around Aquila City, jumping from puddles <laughs> to puddles, yeah. stealing stealing everybody's goods. Like right. nothing was, you know, like nothing was amiss. And now I can't do that anymore. They suck the fun right out of the puddles. <laughs> Puddlegate. Puddlegate yeah, version 2.0. Yeah. Yeah, so if you don't know, there was a there was a glitch within the game that allowed you to go to like three different uh areas in Aquila City and they were around these like puddles and if you looked at the ground, you could basically get the shop inventory. Um however the mechanics of the game were set up, they just were essentially a place where you could purchase from a chest of of these dealers right or these vendors um and people found out where the chests were stashed within the game and then how to get them um you know free of charge without you know paying anything to these vendors and it wasn't much it was like five thousand you know credits a pop and you know with how expensive it is in the game to do anything with like shipbuilding or anything it, it makes sense as to why people you know were doing this and 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 for a game that promotes um like mods it surprises me that they would take this out because it's almost like punishing xbox owners right like you can't get mods really you know i mean i've heard that there are some mods that you can get for xbox series x but it's not nearly as fluent as like a drag and drop or a download and install of a program on your desktop so uh, a little bit bummed with that but you know I still didn't. I've already, I've, I've already exploited that that area so much now that you know I'm, I'm good to go for a while. So just been exploring and yeah. seeing what's out there. 
explorers a lot. in space. the open in space. Go no, you gotta do your NPR voice. Oh. <laughs> Here we are in space. It's time to explore. <laughs> See, it, it's gold it's every instant, time. That's instant gold. Gold. Every time. This is why he's the improv guy. It's, uh, you know, you just can't beat it. Can't beat it. I love it. You well, know we'll be talking about, uh, about your game here in a little while there, uh, Bruno, with Starfield in the news. But in the meantime, uh, of course, we have to give a huge shout out to our amazing supporters on Patreon. Guys, thank you to our QTB and Fuego supporters like Epic Capture Productions, Matt.Bat, Megan, Andrea, Cassandra K, Lisa A, and our QTB Plus supporters. Nick Nick, the Judas Monk, Alan Abadessa, Mr. Grove Games, the Intergalactic Pinecone, Fluffy Bunny, Terry the Kitten, Maddie, and Lady Ellie. If you would like your name on that list, tiers start as low as $2 a month, $5 a month, get you the shout out. And of course, you get the merch and even more in the Plus and in Fuego tiers. We have a bonus content you can't get anywhere else. My gosh, what don't we talk about? We got bonus episodes on video games, specific games like uh, Goldeneye and Mario games. And of course, we have our new QTV nights where anything goes, okay? Because we can't talk about video games forever. We'll run it with, it's, 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 it's exhausting for everybody, okay? So we'll talk about food products. We just got into a huge argument over fast food chains, okay? Go listen to that. It's, it's, a, it's a sweaty, greasy mess and we wouldn't have it any other way, okay? So check it all yeah. out again at uh, patreon.com slash quit the bill. Get yourself some, uh, you know, some some nice stuff. What else are you, what else are you gonna get for $2? Nothing. Yeah. You know who else wants more gold, Nick? What's that? Capcom, Capcom. right? <laughs> yeah, they do, buddy. Oh man, the big story for this week uh, coming from uh, IGN. So uh, this happened over the, the weekend here, rather the week because there was a, uh, the, the Tokyo Game Show uh, 2023 did happen recently. Not a lot of big reveals happening uh, at that uh, re- at event itself, but we did get some interesting comments from high-level executives that have uh, stirred the social media pot. Um, and this is a, uh, a Capcom, like you had mentioned there, Brad, that uh, Capcom president uh, Harushiro Sujimoto claiming that the retail price of video games is currently too low, stating that development costs are about 100 times higher than during the Famicom era. That's the uh, the NES over uh, in Japan. Uh, but the software prices have gone, not gone up that much, which is a true statement. Um, and saying that considering the fact that wages uh, are rising in the industry as a whole, I think raising unit prices is a healthy option for businesses. Interestingly enough, Capcom... Um, for the most part, have been selling most of their recent high-profile uh, releases at that $60 price point. So I'm wondering if this is just them kind of uh, preparing people for them to make that jump up to what is becoming the standard $70, or if they're trying to imply that they can somehow go even further beyond that threshold. I mean, Bruno, uh, we we come across this this topic so often looking back at old like Toys R Us flyers of like SNES and N64 games that were priced at like $70 in 90s bucks. Um, you know, do you think we ever are going to reach a point where developers and publishers are going to want to push for a $80 plus game base? I say, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's definitely on the horizon. They're already really trying to push it anyway with like some of the, legendary and you know deluxe editions of games and whatnot 
you know, that that shift happened a long time ago with the inclusion of extra things, right? Like, you know, the the deluxe edition of Starfield comes with uh, the watch and that little case and whatnot. So, you know, while they are, you know, still upping the price to give you something physical, I can see them totally doing something the same way and doing it digital. You know, the clear the clear indication here is that you know, Brad, I, you know, I'll kick it to you because I'm sure you know as well is that you, these businesses need something uh, that has a reoccurring, either a reoccurring payment or they need to raise the price on the price tag of the game. Like it can't be, it can't be both. It shouldn't be both, um, but it needs to be either or because otherwise you're not going to be able to sustain what it is to you know to make these games sure the the software hasn't gone up but certainly the skill it takes to produce something you know of of extreme graphic fidelity and and you know interesting to play is still up there as well right oh yeah no i mean you know i think this is a interesting comment i I was kind of looking at capcom's current yearly performance in the market (laughs) and although they've had a good year if you look at the year's performance their stock has gone up over 40 percent it's dropped with 10 over 10 percent the last month so i think this could be a bold strategy to kind of reinvite reinvigor investors you know folks who get a dividend or will be getting a dividend who invest in Capcom because you're seeing that there's got to be something they, they, they want to produce, they want to make more money. Right. And, and, and they, there is some truth to that statement about if other things are going up in cost, the cash flow to have on hand to develop games is going to go down. Right. Unless you have increased income either by, like you said, uh, some type of ser- monthly service subscription or increasing your cost of, of the, of the games themselves. But I think this is also, you have to you have to be either the 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 leader on this or you're going to be you're going to be the follower. If Capcom's the first to jump out and do this and no one else raises their prices, they're screwed, right? So, you're kind of limited by by what the industry's going to do, but I think that's the first year maybe you're going to start to hear other developers say, "Hey, yeah, we agree. We need a bit of a price increase to help fund and continue to fund and have a cash flow to develop games that require much more time and money than it did before. So, you know, is is it is it a painful for us as consumers to hear? Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, if that's going to make the gaming industry robust and sustain from an economic standpoint, it's probably something we've been we've been needing, you know, before now. I mean, that yeah. how long have we been at that $70 yeah. price tag and things things haven't changed. So, well, you know, I think here's game, the... gaming's never going to be the Costco hot dog. It's always it's no. going to go yeah. up. So, <laughs> well, and and here's the thing, right? I think that, you know, one of the things that has really proved to be valuable at least in in my eyes is looking at the time played of certain games that I have and knowing, you know, what my dollar is, you know, how far my dollar is going, right? You know, and that's yeah. a real that's a real clear indication of 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 how, the worth of something, you know. And I, so a lot of uh, people obviously want these seventy dollars games to be seventy dollars worth of content. And I think that we're at this weird jumping off point where we we need to move forward and increase the price in order to get the quality that we want, you know? And I think that, that, you know, gamers have a right to, to be upset 
at a price increase without a substantial quality product to back it up, right, Nick? Because we've seen over the last year some great IPs. Like I said before, this is the year of gaming in terms yeah. of re really great games, but there have also been several apology letters yeah. that are getting overshadowed by some of the greats that have happened this year. Um, and that's a big issue, right? Like yeah. paying $60 for Gollum when, you know, that was a uh, <laughs> an absolute travesty to the gaming world. <laughs> yeah. You're getting a combination of, right, of of games that are getting released in a half-baked state. And you're right. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, we've had so many uh, developers release a game and then, uh, like, they're already ready with the apology letter. Like, it's almost like a yeah. standard now. Like, you have to get ready to apologize to the, the, the outspoken community when your game isn't up to expectations. But at the same time, we're getting games like Cyberpunk 2077 was at launch. And you look at the crazy amount of money and time that went into that game um, and looking at it where it was in its original state, right? Nobody, it, remember, I, I want to remind you, that game was released in such a bad state that Sony actually gave refunds to everybody who purchased the game. And delisted it. And delisted it, a triple A yeah. game from the makers of The Witcher. Um, because it was in that state, and Sony does not take that lightly. Most of the time, when you buy a bad game, you are SOL. Um, and so when we get uh, high-profile failures like that, um, we, we, we look at the, at the industry and say, well, what went wrong, right? Was it feature bloat? It, it was in the case of, of 2077, because if you look at where the game is today, by the way, uh, Phantom Liberty coming out soon, the reviews are in, the game is lo the expansion is looking stellar, and the new 2.0 version of Cyberpunk is coming out. And everyone is saying that if you have not played yeah. Cyberpunk yet, now's the time. Even I'm... if you have played it, start a new game and experience it from scratch because it is oh, the yeah. game that it was supposed to be, um, and then some. Um, it's it truly is a masterpiece and uh, really has redefined, um, or rather, uh, rather met the level of expectation of much yeah. like we saw with. Uh, with No Man's Sky, as we talked about many times on the yeah. podcast. You're right. Oh Bruno. yeah, if yeah, yeah, if that if that were out now, like if 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 we got the no man's sky that we have now and that that was at launch i mean you're talking game of the year same thing mm -hmm. with cyberpunk right game of the year i think people's expectations are not being met and that's either a job of marketing or a job of the developers to temper expectations um, and I think there's been a lot of really good companies that have done that in the past. I think one of the best in recent memory is Sea of Thieves. When Sea of Thieves first came out, it was very bare bones. And I remember putting it in the QTB thing and saying, this is the future of gaming, right? This is this is what gaming will be in the future. It's basically like putting out a, a, a base product and saying, we're going to build this over the next you know, five, 10 years and, and build it into something that you, the community wants. Right. But, but listen, if we're now talking that that's going to come in an increased price tag, people want instant gratification. They're not going to want to wait and have their $80 well, be something that that's, that's fulfilled. This was a free, years. this was a free to play game. So this isn't quite, Agreed. yeah. So that, and remember, remember I said at the beginning, remember I said at the beginning, you either have two ways to go about doing this. You have the battle pass or you have the price increase. You need something to sustain the, well, I think the, your, game the user you base. It's different in those scenarios. That's my point. Oh, yeah, totally. If you're going to be paying yeah. $80, $90, $100 a game, that game better be yeah. 
pristine the the moment it comes out completely completely developed finished start there's no there's no like i gotta wait six months a year for a a patch Mm -hmm. a down dlc or something like it it is a full encompassed product where then maybe the other models yeah we're gonna throw out a base product it's free to download and and then we have microtransactions right right? that's my point like the expectations about the price increase but you know but I'm, you know, I'm talking about expectations for a price increase, right? You know, so if 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 you're like Sea of Thieves and you say, hey, we're putting out this game, it's not going to be what you want at first. It's going to to be that then, you know, it's going to be that down the road. Then awesome, right? That's a free to play game. If we're talking about something like Starfield, for example, which I think due to the recent, um, you know. Um, reviews and whatnot i think it's really getting a bad rap because of the expectations that people had for this game you know and i think that that's something that can be tempered with good marketing right you know know what you're getting at launch know what is coming down the road and to say that they don't have a roadmap for us you know these games is ridiculous we know they do there's yeah. no way they're just like okay launch is on you know september 30th and guess what after that we've got no plans to do anything no right. press no anything everybody go on a break like no they know that they're going to have a plan moving forward let us in on that plan let yeah. gamers know And i think if that's the case then you can justify that 80 dollar price tag and say hey you know, we, we've got some problems, you know, you want the game now, we're going to put it out and we're going to improve on this, but you have to deliver, right? You can't make those false promises like halo. And then, you know, be like, okay, well it's, it's the way it should be when it should have, you know, launched, right? Like split screen. Yeah. Here's the thing is I think a lot of gamers are, are skeptical because if you have the head, the, the CEO, the executive saying we need the price increase, what where I as a gamer get suspicious is by saying, okay, but can you show me how charging me $20 more for a game actually results in a better product game until a company can come forward and say $80 games and here come the bangers and, I, and actually deliver on it. Well, I don't Tears of the and, Kingdom did that. And Tears yes, of they the did. Kingdom, they, they raised a very their long price. time. Right. They raised their price to seventy dollars and mm-hmm. said, "There's got to be really any any graphic increase in this. It's just a better game." Yes, and and I think it was worth the price. Yeah. I've I you know can clearly see that. So I do think that there are games that have taken that launch and and looking back on it, no one's complaining about the price of Tears of the Kingdom now. No one's saying, "Man, I really wish uh, you know." Really yeah. wish Tears of the Kingdom wasn't uh, seventy dollars. It's definitely not worth that. No one has said that. Right. So I think you're right. If we can put that behind the game and say, yeah, here it is, but there has to be that jumping off point, right? There has to be that point that basically says, like, hey, you know, we're gonna charge more for this, and we hope to deliver a better product, pro- you know, product in the end. But as we've seen, even with a polished product, sometimes it just doesn't meet people's expectations regardless of how good it is yeah doesn't matter people are gonna be i'm not happy with it i can't get on board with that nick but you know what you can't <laughs> get on board with what can you get on board with oh nick i think it's advanced gg oh tell my gosh oh look is. at him go i tell you well i mean look carnival season is upon us right now and that's why our friends over at uh, advanced gg have released their new uh rainbow sherbert flavor okay 
Super tasty, and I'll tell you, it's all the fun of the carnival without the uh, deep-fried desperation and uh, and the, the smells coming from the animal cages. You know what I'm talking about? Oh my God! Don't go! Don't go! The 4-H yeah. section. There's a reason. No. There's a reason why we keep it in the corner. Okay. But I want to see the bunnies, Nick. You're gonna see the bunnies. You're gonna smell everything else. Okay. Right. So just True. skip it. Just skip yeah. it. All right. Get yourself uh, a bottle. <laughs> The rainbow sherbet flavor uh, yeah. from our friends over at Advanced GG, as always. Um, amazing supplements and uh, powders that help to improve your uh, decision-making skills and give you a nice boost of energy with no crash later. Uh, so check it out. Again, use promo code uh, QTB at checkout, and you'll save 10% site-wide on all the products over at Advanced GG. Thanks to little John for that uh, seal of approval. Um, again, thank you to our friends at Advanced GG. Um, but yeah, so our uh, next story here is coming over from, uh, <laughs> Ellie in chat said deep fried desperation is a great band name. Yeah. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> I do want to give a quick, uh, before we move on, uh, because uh, uh, Taylor Green gave a great point during that one, which was, cause you talked about, uh, uh tears of the kingdom, right? Um, yeah. being a good example, Taylor Green saying it was almost a year ago now, but I feel so upset that that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet felt so poorly made and unfinished. That's a great example of the flip side of that coin because yeah. that game is still in a buggy just unfinished, unpolished, looks like a, a bad PS2 game level of graphic fidelity um, to the point that I stopped playing it right away. I feel burned by the game. And they have a roadmap, but the roadmap doesn't fix any of the problems. Uh, no, that wasn't a $70 game, to be fair. But, um, you know, I, I just, I just, there's there's a lot of of, of of skepticism, I think, in the market right now. And oh, yeah. um, in order for so. someone to make that jump, Rightly I just so. know that as soon as someone does it successfully and makes good $80 games, I was like, oh, so we can raise our games to $80 and then just, meh. Meh. Oh, it'll, it'll yeah. happen. But I think in this day and age, I think reviews hold a lot of weight. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people take them seriously. Some people, like myself, I want to know what's being said. But I take it with a grain of salt, right? Because mm -hmm. I think a person's personal experience into a game is is more important, yeah. right? You know, and, and it really depends on what you're looking for. You know, I'm not going to a Michael Bay movie for the plot, you know? <laughs> no? I'm not. No, no. I'm not going for the nuanced subplot that's I'm going for the explosions. Explosions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going for. Base explosions. I gotcha. Well, you said salt, <laughs> Bruno, and I'll tell you, here's something to get salty about, um, and that is our, our next story from uh, thegamer.com. Talking about uh, Starfield, this has been a, uh, a recurring uh, game talking about here on the podcast, and uh, this, this episode will be no different because the news is that Starfield has become Bethesda's lowest-rated game on Steam, dropping below Fallout 76. And I have to remind you, a, a live-service game that not only had a miserably poor launch, one of the worst, I would say, if not the worst, for a Bethesda title, um, that uh, has slowly pulled itself out of the gutter over the years and does have a dedicated fan base. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Starfield is now the lowest rated title on Steam um, after almost uh, about 90,000 uh, user reviews, about 25,000 are negative. Um, and of course, uh, Steam, like many platforms, does require uh, you to have actually played the game and purchased the game through their platform in order to post that review. So um, not quite the review bombing that we may expect from other places like Metacritic, um, yeah. where anybody can give their two cents regardless of uh, proof of purchase. I don't know, Bruno. I mean, you're you're our Starfield guy, new game, Mr. New Game Plus over here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you do you think that the the controversy is warranted, or if maybe the exclusivity of it and is somehow coming into play? 
Definitely. I think that that's obviously been a, a salty bit of uh, contention for a lot of, you know, PlayStation owners and, 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 and PlayStation owners will tell you that they, they own PC as well. You know, I own PlayStation and PC so I can, and I think that, you know, this, this was supposed to be, you know, I don't know. No one ever said it was, but you know, it was being touted as right. Like the, the Xbox savior, this, the, the series that's going to change Xbox forever moving forward. And I don't think it was necessarily intended to be that. I just think it was a new IP from Bethesda taking some of the core mechanics and things that they've done, perfecting them a little bit and making it a, a really interesting game. I will say what it does what it does well, it does fantastically well. And the things that it lacks are extreme disappointments. You know, and I understand people's frustration with it being, you know, mainly in the menus, you know, or a lot of fast travel or or, or that t- type of thing. But, you know, during my playthrough, I, I've never played a Bethesda game before. So this is my first foray into it. I can see how it's a little dated in terms of like the formula, right? Like it's not Baldur's Gate 3 where you're you're introducing this this old school new school, you know, modernization of of Dungeons and Dragons to 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 really, you know, uh, scratch that itch of of what we've you know what everyone has jumped on the bandwagon for over the last couple of years since you know because of uh, Stranger Things right yeah um but I I think that it's it's like I said everything that this game does it does well and if if you're not into you know I guess this formula of games then you're not going to like it you know it it, it it's not No Man's Sky. And I think that if you're trying to compare a lot of these different space games together, you know, you're going to come up disappointed because you're going to be like, well, it doesn't do this as well as this game, you know? Well, yeah, but it does this better than this game. So I, it's one of those things where I think you have to kind of pick and choose personally. I'm having a great time with it. I haven't paid anything because I got it on game pass. So it was all inclusive, you know, and I've sunk. What, what did I say? Like 300 some hours into this so far. I haven't even hit new game plus yet. I haven't even get, haven't even gotten there. I'm, I'm, I'm inching towards it and I'm just going down all the side, the side missions and whatnot. And it's a lot of fun. I just, you know, I get to experience something new. Every planet looks beautiful. Yeah. I have to, you know, press a button to go land there and I don't get to actually fly down into it, but you know, that novelty wears off pretty quickly, you know, when that's all you're doing and that's all you were doing in um, no man's sky. So for me, you know, I don't understand the the review bomb here. Uh, Brad, you tend to give us a good devil's Bradvocate. Uh, what is your thought on this? Why do you think it's not? Is it just because it's not modern enough? Didn't take enough risks? What is it? I don't think Xbox or Bethesda cares. I'll be honest with you. Ah, I think this true. is just people making people making noise. Because at the that's end true. of the day... This was Bethesda's best launch ever for a game. Millions of people are playing it in a very short amount of time, whether that's actual sales or on the Game Pass. People 
are thousands, millions of people are playing this and talking about it. I'm going to go with the, the mentality, any press is good press. And when you look at it, it's still rated, it's like rated 70 or like 71, and it's only yeah. a fraction lower than Fallout 76. So at the end of the day, like, I don't think they care. I think this is a win regardless. And this is just, I think we're living in an environment now where every game's going to have naysayers. Every game's going to have people yeah. who are going to nitpick over small things. There will never truly be a perfect game for everyone. And that's why you need a lot of games in the industry because certain games just appeal to certain gamers and others don't. And yeah. so I think Bethesda will look at this and be like, this still was a massively successful launch, a massively successful yeah. game. And yeah, so what? So what? We got a little, you know, review bombed on a few things, and this is a learning opportunity. And who knows? Maybe the next game in this franchise or something similar will be even better. So, uh, you know, I, I, I honestly don't think that this is this is much to do about nothing for for Bethesda and Xbox. I really do. I I think that's a really good take on that because for me, I think you know, there's a lot of a lot of hype around exclusive games. And I think that it's important for Xbox and PlayStation to have those, you know, Nintendo as well in order to, you know, maintain their fan base and, and to make them happy and whatnot. Otherwise, you know, why, why get this system, right? Like, you know, you would never pick up a Nintendo switch aside from the mobility of it. If all the games performed as horribly as the third party <laughs> games do on the switch, right? Like if right. it weren't for Mario, right. like who's picking up a switch? No one. So, you know, they, I understand that exclusives mean a lot to, to a, a, a community and for Xbox, I think you're right. We have gone years without a, a gears game. Um, you know, Halo Infinite was was a complete flop. I think. You know, I would. I'm, I think it's safe to say it was a flop. You know, I, I don't. I can't think of any other uh, Halo game last, that didn't didn't do as well. The last Bethesda developed title that was exclusive to Xbox was Elder Scrolls Three. Let's just wow. let's just stew on that for a minute. That's, okay. That's, but when did that come out? Uh, a while ago. <laughs> a while ago. Let me see. Let me do a quick check. I didn't have the date. I just the, the title itself. I was like, okay, that's 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 a minute, right? Well, uh, let's see here. Elder Scrolls Three that came out May first, two thousand and two. Wow! Holy crap! Twenty years. You know, 20, yeah. 21 years, right? Really, really. So, I mean, that's insane. And I oh, think sorry. that... No, no, no. June. Sorry, it was on PC first in May and then Xbox in June. So... Gotcha. I mean, yeah. like I said, this is... It's it's a re it really is a fun game. If you haven't played Starfield and, and these you're looking at these reviews and whatnot, I think the one commonality that I've seen is that it's it's the same formula, right? It's not doing anything groundbreaking like um like tears but, but, of the but kingdom can we can we can we also appreciate that maybe that's what a development a, a development studio is recognizing what they think they do well yeah right no, isn't I that agree. better than them venturing yeah. out and then doing something massively different totally. and being a total flop like well and, and i think that's that's kind of the idea right i think people may you know we were talking about expectations earlier and how may, people maybe looked at this and said you know i think uh, I think they're going to do something completely 
you know, out of the ordinary. They're they're doing something in space. We've got, you know, Elder Scrolls. We've got Oblivion. We've got, um, you know, uh, Fallout. You know, now we're going into space. But really, they just took that formula, like you said, that was just, you know, we know what we do well. We're going to do a state space version of this. Like, would, and, wouldn't you feel remiss to be like, oh, okay, now we're going to try to make a Call of Duty, even though that's Activision's <laughs> bread and butter, right? Like, yeah. and Activision's all like, okay, we're going to make a, a an Elder Scrolls or we're going to make a Starfield. Like, it, sometimes you just have to know what you're good at, and people should appreciate that instead of there being like, well, I think Bethesda should do this, and I think Activision should do this, and I think you know, um, Capcom should do this. Like, sometimes these developers have found their niche, have found their their expertise. And sure, if we we kind of see it, re, you know, slightly re refreshed in a new template, okay, that doesn't mean it's a bad game. I'd rather have a fun game that's done well in a different format or a different environment than a game that's out of their wheelhouse that is a complete flop. That yeah. I then I really <laughs> feel like I wasted my seventy bucks on. Like, right. I don't know. I'm just trying to like think about it differently. Like, I don't think this is a big deal to Bethesda. I don't think mm -hmm. this is a big deal to Xbox. I think they're stoked, and I think the people who yeah. really are nitpicking over this maybe you should us. just appreciate it like <laughs> well yeah and one one minor point i will point out is that um if if you're writing a review on steam that means that you did purchase the game at full retail price um, yeah. because anybody I'm not who invalidating is... their perspective at all oh, i'm for just sure. saying like I, right. I think yeah i think we live in an environment where it's really easy to look at something quickly and have a hot take and not actually like get into the no. weeds like and on the internet you know, Brad. and and appreciate the details right you know that's so, true that's true um, and and you know a lot of I people said that it's a slow burn yeah oh yeah 100 percent. Yeah. you know some people said you know oh you shouldn't have to pay 12 hours of the game for it to get good it's not groundbreaking after this or that but you know i mean it's like i said this is definitely the year for rpgs there are so many out there and i think it is hard to stand up with an old formula compared to that but if you're someone like me who's never played it and this isn't a formula formula you're used to it's it's very engaging i love it it's great and i think it opened the door for a lot of people i think you know uh space is a little bit you know more inviting in terms of a uh an environment to explore rather than something like a, a fallout series or a medieval series right where if you're not into that you're not into that obviously if you're not into space but you know there's a lot to explore within that region right like you there can should do be some so self-reflection as a gamer what do i enjoy yeah. Right. And you're like, maybe I shouldn't pick this up. Maybe it's something that formula, that environment is something I'm going to be critical of and not enjoy and stick That's to true. what you like and, and, and appreciate that there's a diverse gaming library out there and people are loving games. I, yeah. you know. I'm saying positive, gents. That that's where I'm at. Uh, that's yeah. You know, I'm having wow. a great time. I'm having a great time with it. So I mean, yeah. I mean, as many hours you put in, you better be enjoying it. There's nothing I, I hate I more really, than than when like someone uh, and I you can see like my on meal Steam. And I hate it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's um, exactly what it is. I left the crumbs. You ate the it was whole terrible. meal, and then you want to complain about this sucked. Like <laughs> what's, you ate what's, the whole thing. <laughs> what's so funny about Steam reviews is uh, is that not only do you have to play the game to review it, but it also shows how long you played the game. And so there's all these people on these games that they've it's like they've clocked 300, 400 plus hours of the game, and then they're like, sucks. Would not recommend. Yeah. Don't play. <laughs> Terrible game. And it's like, recommend. really? 
Really? You spent that long? It took you that long? Like, you know, I can understand eight hours or something like that. Like, I yeah. gave it a, a good college try, but yeah. I'm pretty sure, be, I'm pretty I'd sure be... I dated people less in high school for less than three or four hundred hours, and I knew it was time to move on. So, right? right? Like, that's my point. Like, you know, that'd be like me with 300 hours into the game being like, it's terrible, guys. Don't even, don't even bother. I've been waiting for it to get better, and it just never got better. <laughs> 300 hours i gave it a I chance swear. like peter, yeah. swear. peter griffin with his knee <laughs> <laughs> and you did that for 300 hours you're like it never it never got better it never got oh better. oh my gosh well i'll tell you uh oh piece of candy oh piece of candy oh piece of candy oh it led us to our website quitthebuild.com guys that's where you want to go okay oh, that was my yay! my james wood reference from family guy uh because guys quitthebuild.com is your one-stop shop for all things qtb so many great great things happening there Check out our blog. Check out our uh, merch page. Get yourself some merch, of course. I'll, I'll plug it for you, Brad. The holiday is coming up. Get that holiday shirt, okay? Don't be the guy who didn't get the shirt because it takes time to ship, okay? Yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like uh, like uh, Kmart used to say before they went out of business, yeah, you got to ship your pants, okay? You got to ship them. But in this case, ship your shirt. Yeah. Okay? So do you it. Get yourself some merch over at uh, quitthebuild.com. Check out our amazing blog from our friends over at Podcasters United, putting out some quality reviews and insights into the gaming industry and uh, gaming backlogs and some spooky content coming up for October. That is planned. You're not going to want to miss that. It's all waiting for you at quitthebuild.com, okay? That's about yeah, it. We got for the... Uh, spooktacular. Oh, we, yeah, we love our spooktaculars. I tried playing scary games in the stream. I'm a, I'm a big old baby. I can't hey, do it. I'm let's thinking... Do, I, we need to I'm do, like, a nights. plasmophobia. Yeah. yeah. We need to do... Nights. Um, is gonna be ooh, all okay. Halloween spooktacular. Spooky, there you go. Mm-hmm. We should we should and like play candy. like Phasmophobia. We may have a candy for, uh, tier list. Nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. there, there's there's things to be done. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on board with that. Yes, I'm spooky content. I don't have any scary. That's what the people want. Scary things. Do you have anything think. scary on that soundboard? I don't. Do you know want if spooky? I have you any... want spooky content? It'll come let's, back later. All the spooky let's film. Stuff, let's go wake grown up at three in the morning and film him waking up. That's spooky content. Sounds like, yeah. That's what he sounds like when you first wake him up. I mean, oh, yeah, ugh. yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> I don't um, think I have anything. I think it's just a sad day. Okay. Sad day Wait, of can, no. Can, can we have the NPR outro tonight? I was gonna say, Derry's got to take us out. Okay. Well, thank you for tuning in to QTB News. For Nick and Brad, I'm Bruno. For Bruno and Brad, I'm Nick. Yeah, if that I can't do that. For Nick and Bruno, I'm Brad. Peace out. What it do. Quit the build.